Have you ever set a goal for yourself or gotten really clear on something that you know you want and you're like, this is it. Like, I, I know I want this, you know, you have a path to get there. You have belief in yourself. And, you know, and those three things, you know, our research shows us are the key parts to success. We need to have a goal and we need to have a path that we can see to that goal. And then we need to have belief that it is that we can walk that path. But then a few days in or a week in or whatever, you find yourself, you know, Googling other strategies to try to add on to that path or, or maybe you get distracted by something else that you're like, well, maybe this is a better path or, or maybe your just mind gets overwhelmed altogether. You have a low day or it's an overwhelming day or it's a stressful day or something major happens in your life with your kids or your partner or your career and it just completely throws you off that path. This happens to me, honestly, on, at least on a weekly basis, if not more. It has happened to me in my past in my health. It has happened to me in my relationships. It has happened to me in my career goals. It has happened to me when I wanted to plan a vacation, when I'm trying to buy a car, when I'm trying to buy a house. Everything we do when we think, this is what I want, this is what I'm going for, we get distracted. And it's not our fault. The world is designed and created and people make money to distract us. And really the answer, the only answer I have ever found is to pick a strategy that has proof that it works, that feels good, that you can actually maintain long-term, right? Those are sort of my criteria for strategies. Because like, I'm not interested in doing something very, very extreme, I think that's why I've never been super into doing body competitions, even though fitness is a big hobby of mine. I'm just, I'm not interested in doing something so extreme that isolates me from everyone else. But so picking a strategy and then for goodness sake, having someone hold you accountable to that strategy and remind you why that strategy is the right way for you to go. And we can, we can, some people get lucky or maybe it's not lucky. Some people are in a situation where their partner in their life, their spouse or their best friend, you know, or, you know, their sibling is they're really, really close and tight with, and they do something like this together. And that helps keep them on that path. But most of us don't have that. Most of us are, you know, have different desires and different ways of thinking and different ways of being motivated than our partners and our spouses. In fact, Research shows us that it takes about six years of consistency from one partner, one spouse, to make, to make healthy decisions for six years before the other one finally gets on board. That's how different we are. So going at it alone is a really hard and almost impossible road, especially when you have kids and you have a career and you have other people to consider. You know, it's not, it's not a simple, straightforward path. We have this straightforward strategy to get to the results that we want, right? We have the hope. I want this. I want to lose weight. I've got this stepping stone that I've now seen has proved from someone like me, for example, who has a formula that I can show you in my own body and in lots of women's bodies and, and in their comments that it works. But honestly, it's that other, it's that coach. It's why the most successful people, either in fitness, either in sports, either in career, either in music, 
all have guidance. It is so critical to our success because mindset plays such a massive role. Belief when things get hard, when we're riding that transition curve and things get hard, we need to be reminded by someone of what our goal is, of that we're on a clear path, of that we can do it. And those three pieces that are absolutely imperative to our success are have to be there in order for us to actually get the results. And they're the reason why we fall off, right? While we know we want to feel healthier, while we know we want to feel better in our body, and it completely, you know, we can completely do the exact opposite of what we want the next day, right? We can eat really clean for a week and then be face first in a Ben and Jerry's pint before we know it. This is why I create my private coaching program. And I have just opened up spots for my spring intake. I only take six women. It's the max that I can take because it is it is the deepest love of what I do here. I love to help as many people as I can, but I love working one-on-one with people. It allows me to practically guarantee your results if you follow through. And, and you know what? No, I'm going to say that. I will guarantee your results. When you follow the protocol, when you show up, I will guarantee your results because we get really clear on what you want, on the right path that's customized to you to get there, and we work on the mindset pieces to keep you believing that it's possible, and that is the recipe for success every single time. So right now, for the next couple of weeks, I am accepting applications for my one-month hormone healing and weight loss program. It is a one-month intensive. Can you lose all the weight in one month? No, but it puts you on the path towards massive success. If you want to work with me for three to six months to get everything you want in your body, we can absolutely do that, but I only do a couple intakes a year. It is one month that ensures your success, and look, right now, I guess I'm guaranteeing it. So if you are struggling, if you know this is you, like me, where you have FOMO, where you start and you fall off, but you know you have a goal, you know you want something, you just need that trusted strategy, and you need to believe in yourself again, this is the path for you. And I invite you to apply I don't take everyone. The next step after we apply is actually a free, if I accept you, we have a free call where we dive in deeper, where you learn all about the program, where I learn more about you, and we make sure we can work together for your success. Listen, if I'm going to guarantee your success on this podcast that is a top 5% podcast in the wellness industry in the world right now, then I need to make sure that I can help you and that it's worth your time and money. So swipe up, apply now, don't wait, because by the time you hear this, I might have filled those spots, but I want to help you. I want to help you feel the way I get to feel in my body every single day, better now in my 40s than I ever did in my 20s. All right, grab a pen and paper. Let's dive in to this week's episode. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimetopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. 
This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey, sister, how are you feeling in your body today? I, being that I'm in my follicular phase, am feeling quite energized, quite capable, sleeping a little bit better, you know, so I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well in this moment, but you know, it, it, it really does depend, you know, and, and understanding that cycle of your body, knowing when to expect you're going to have a little bit less energy, you know, is it matters. That's why I love recording a lot of my podcasts in this follicular and my ovulatory phase because I have more energy. I have more clarity. You know, we even have more coordination during this time. The female brain shifts 25% in our 28-day cycle. Even if, you know, and here's the thing, we're in our perimenopause years and it can feel like our 28-day cycle isn't 28 days. It can feel like maybe we don't even have enough hormones. It can, you know, we can skip periods. A lot can be happening right now, but you're still having that hormone rhythm. You know, the, it only really fully fundamentally changes when you achieve menopause a year after your last period. So I know if you're listening to this podcast, even if you have had a partial hysterectomy or you're maybe not not bleeding for whatever reason, you still have a hormone rhythm and those hormones are tied very closely to the parts of our brain that, that shift. Uh, so this is why we can feel, you know, like one person half the month and the another person another half of the month. But the more we support our hormones, the more we understand to say yes a little more during, you know, the follicular and ovulatory phase and no a little more <laughs> to other people during the luteal and menstrual phase, the more, the more we can actually squeeze out of life and also nurture ourselves. But I want to take a minute and... Today I'm going to share something with you that I'm excited about because if we if if you don't you might not know this about me but I am a super efficient human being. I really appreciate efficiency. If I can get like the more I can get done especially in the first half of the day because I'm I have a lot more energy in the first half of the day than the second half of the day. The more I can get done in that first part, if I can maximize things, I am one happy girl. Um but I also realized that sometimes that has, that has, they say our, our greatest strengths are often our greatest weaknesses. And both of these things are very relevant to what I'm going to talk to you guys about today. I'm going to talk to you about how to get more out of doing a few things differently, how to get more from doing less. So for any of you out there who are, are like me and really appreciate efficiency, this episode is for you or for any of you out there who are maxed out already and know they simply can't add more to your list. I'm going to give you today, I'm going to give you three ways to get more results in your energy, in your weight loss, in your, you know, in your hormone healing, in your life 
while doing less, while not asking more of yourself, while not adding more to your to-do list. So I love efficiency. Shout out to anyone else who, out there who is efficiency, but we need to find ways to be efficient whilst being present, right? So we're not just multitasking a whole bunch of things and not paying attention. So grab your pen and paper or get your little audio notes out in your phone if you are multitasking, <laughs> like maybe you're folding laundry or maybe you're driving right now. So you can use audio or you can just come back to this episode. Um, and let me share in this little power packed episode, three ways to get more results while doing less. And the theme of this, I'll tell you right now, is to be where your feet are. And that might seem like counterintuitive to being able to be efficient. I don't want all of us to be, again, massively multitasking because the reality of perimenopause is that our body, our mind, and our soul are feeling very overwhelmed right now. Our body is highly overwhelmed with this struggle to rebalance the hormones at all times. So every little thing is making it worse. And our mind is very overwhelmed because of our midlife age. The majority of us are, again, in this kind of sandwich land of raising young kids still, taking care of aging parents still, you know, peaking careers as we think about retirement and future and savings and all the things that makes our, make our heads spin in the middle of the night. And our soul is overwhelmed because midlife is a known time. Like research shows us that this is a time where we begin to reflect and realize our mortality and how we've lived so far and what boundaries we may have missed and what we've suppressed and how we really want to live the next chunk of our life. And maybe that's in a relationship or a marriage. Maybe that's in your career. You know, maybe that's just in, in the things that you gave up or sacrificed, right? So body, mind, and soul, we are overwhelmed. And what the body in perimenopause is begging for, right, to rebalance the way we support that overwhelm is by slowing down and being a bit more calm. But how do we do that when we're still trying to achieve these goals, right? If you heard in the intro video, I talked in the intro section of this podcast, I talked about the three requirements to goal achievement, which is one, having a clear goal, to having a path to that goal that you trust, that you, that you can see for yourself, that you are prepared to walk, and then three, having belief that that's possible. So when we already have so many things on the go and the body's in chaos, we don't have the capacity to do more, right, to add more, it won't work. We're just going to overwhelm ourselves more. So how do we get more results without adding more to our plate. And here are the three ways that I find super efficient. And whenever I, when I, I focus on these, when I remind myself every day of focusing on these things, I always see an impact and feel an impact quickly. So number one is to pay attention when you move. 
whether you are working out, whether you are doing yoga, whether you are going for a walk, if you really pay attention to what you're accomplishing there, to the way your body is moving, to the way you, your foot rolls heel to toe, to the way your muscles flex up your leg, to the way your glute contracts when your heel hits the ground, to the way your shoulders are in a proper posture, to the way your core is drawn in, you will get so much more out of your movement. You will get, not only will you get about 25 to 30% more, um, more results from being conscious, that mind-muscle connection, you will begin to appreciate what your body is capable of, and you will also reduce your risk of injury. So this is something in the personal training world that is not talked about enough and that people who are out there just going to gym classes and working out are not as aware of. But if you cannot lift a weight while making sure your shoulders are in the right alignment, making sure your core is drawn in and your core includes your butt, right? Your glute muscles, then you need to lighten that load. We need to be able to hold ourselves in the proper alignment, in the proper position, and you will get way more out of it. What people don't always realize is that, you know, the reason that they're, that most workouts have like an ab burner that's just 10 minutes at the end to kind of burn out your abs if you need it is because we should be working our abs, our core, the entirety of our fitness. But we don't always recognize that, right? We get really stuck and I'm lifting a heavier weight, you know, I'm doing more. And this is where yoga can get, you know, can start to help us a little bit there. It really reminds us to focus on that, those core muscles and why Pilates can be great. Because the holding in of our core, the building and strengthening of those muscles, along with the proper alignment in our body, really brings presence again, to that mind-muscle connection and gets us way more bang for our buck in our results, in our body consciousness. And we start to respect our body more. You know, I, I did not understand how to really appreciate my body until I saw it go through pregnancy and experience it go through pregnancy and after. Like the fact that the human female body can create life is unbelievable. And so when you start to pay attention to the way you move and what your body is capable of, it really does a number on boosting your confidence. So that's number one, pay attention when you move, try it, try it today. When you go out for your walk and I hope you're walking, I hope you're walking before you do any other fitness that you're getting out every day for a 30 minute walk like a 30 minute walk can burn a, a chunk of calories without adding stress to your, to your life and without requiring your body to necessarily need more nutrition. Um, pay attention and, and really think about your body and how it moves. If you haven't grabbed my hormone healing meditation series, I really dive into this and talk about this in the body episode. Um, so you can find that on my website under my courses, breathetheperiodwhisperer.com forward slash courses. So pay attention when you move. Number two is pay attention while you eat. I can't tell you how many times I have, you know, been, I used to eat when I was working, you know, driving around to different appointments, 
you know, rushing around and just eating on the go and talking and eating and not really actually paying attention while I eat. And we do this, a lot of us watch TV while we eat. I do this too sometimes, but if we're not paying attention to how well we're chewing the food, to how full we feel, to how much we like this food, to the experience we're having, we can really easily overeat. And look, we all do it and it's not a big deal here and there, but every time we eat something, our body has to stop everything else that it's doing and deal with digestion. It's got to be a main priority, right? You can't just stick something in the body and think that the body's not going to respond to it. It's got to deal with this thing that's come in, good, bad, or ugly. And that requires it to take its eye off the ball of whatever else it's trying to do, balance your hormones, or, you know, repair, fight sickness, you know, burn stored fat, things like that, and deal with digestion, So really paying attention while we eat not only helps us and keeps us from overeating and mindless eating and numbing while we eat, but it also, it also really brings a bit more joy and consciousness to the food and to then how that food makes us feel. Before I started paying attention to how I was eating and rebalancing my own hormones a few years ago, I would, I was bloated all the time. I was having issues with digestion all the time and it kept getting worse. And it took me paying attention to realize and like sort of healing that aspect and bring that inflammation back down to realize what foods were actually irritating me. Because if we're just throwing stuff in the body and we're not really paying attention and calmly eating, not only are we overeating, but we're not actually recognizing how crummy or how beautiful something makes us feel. So really paying attention to what we're eating, slowing down, being in that moment, and prioritizing that the three or four times a day that we eat makes a massive difference, not only in the caloric load, the amount of food we're putting in, but research shows us the state at which we are in when we eat will determine our metabolic response. So if you are sitting down and eating while you're stressed, it doesn't matter if you're only eating a salad Your body is in a stress mode, so it will take this food and automatically store it as fat. So not only do you have that workload that's adding more work to your already overworked body, but now it's taking this beautiful salad that has a lot of nutrients that could give you energy and storing it as fat, which is exactly what we don't want. So pay attention while you eat. And number three, look for joy every day. People talk about gratitude and I'm totally down with gratitude, you know, whenever I get stressed, as long as I get back to gratitude and remember, you know, all that I have in life and how grateful I am for it, you know, I think that's a very important thing. But we are grossly starved for joy and play and pleasure. In fact, ironically, I was driving my son to school today and on the radio, they said that adults around the age of 27 lose the ability or begin to lose the ability to play in research shows. So we forget how to have fun, right? 
All of a sudden, our fun starts to come in drinking with our friends, which can, yes, still be fun, but isn't really the fun that we should be having all the time. We need to find ways to bring joy to ourselves because joy does two things. One, the actual feeling of joy and pleasure in the body, the dopamine, the serotonin, everything that comes with that reduces, actively reduces cortisol. And the cortisol is making our hormone imbalance worse and the hormone imbalance is causing more stress to the body and the, you know, and then we're growing in fat storage, right? So it all kind of connects the dots back down. But the other reason is that when we experience joy, we get this influx of energy. And then suddenly our pleasure isn't coming just from food or sleep or Netflix, right? Suddenly our pleasure is coming from something else. And we realize, like we get distracted, we get brought back to life of the fact that there's more to life than just eating and working out and doing the stuff we need to do for our kids and making money, right? We, we start to realize the zest, the joie de vivre of what is there. I don't even know if I said that right. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying here? We have forgotten what brings us joy, how to have joy, you know, how to have pleasure. And this is why you often hear me talk about orgasming and like taking the time, because that can be one of the, the freest and, and easiest ways for us to, you know, bring pleasure to ourselves. But finding things that are different, exploring something that is different every day, all by yourself, not with anyone else, not requiring someone else to be there is so critical and valuable so that we don't move into this space where we're always dependent on someone else or something else to bring us joy. And it's critical for the reduction of cortisol in our body, especially if we're struggling to sleep, because sleep is the only other way we reduce cortisol and have that impact. So there are your three ways to actually, and okay, so maybe maybe taking 15 minutes to find joy you know, does add a little bit to your to-do list, but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but just paying attention while you're already moving. If you're already working out, if you're already going for a walk, if you're already doing something, pay attention. Even if you're just walking from your car into the grocery store, even if you're just walking up the stairs to work, pay attention while your body is moving. Contract your muscles, release your muscles, feel your muscles while they move. Hold that core and you're gonna get way more results. Pay attention while you eat to make sure you're not overeating and overconsuming and adding a greater workload to your body. And look for joy in already in what you have. We know you're grateful. We've always, like, for years now, gratitude's been shoved down our throats. Still a beautiful thing. I'm not trying to put it down. But look for fun. Look for joy. Look for the things that make you laugh and giggle and really get right into your gut and soul because that is what it needs. All right, sisters. Remember to go out and be more in your life and not just less on a scale. And if you are ready and you want to know, if you're ready, if you're ready to have the strategy, the proven strategy that's customized for you and you don't have time to mess around and you know you need that mindset work, you need someone there who can help you get those results. If you're ready to wake up and feel better now than you ever did in your 20s, now is the time to do that work. My applications for, for my spring intake of my one-month hormone healing and weight loss program are open now for a short period of time. I only take six women. Please apply. Just apply and then look for the email for 
from me, accepting or rejecting the application, and then hop on a call with me for 30 minutes to let me hear more about you, to see if I can help you, and let me share what the program is about to see if you think it can help you. All right, we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.